You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hello, medalists who meditate about metadata. Welcome to Good Job Brain, your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. This is episode 169. And of course, I'm your humble host, Karen, and we are your alliance of alluring alligators who love alliterations. I'm, whoa, I'm choking. <laughs> whoa, whoa, I'm like, I'm Colin. I'm Dana. And I'm Chris. Uh, before we dive in, uh, I would like to uh, quickly do a real quick installment of our errors and omissions what? segment. What? Um, actually, this was more uh, kind of a, a follow up. It wasn't, okay. I mean, because Karen, you uh, on last on our previous episode, previously on Good Job Brain, we were discussing uh, saltwater Why? taffy. Saltwater taffy. Yeah, taffy. and you and you like we man, I really rode the roller coaster there of like because at first I'm like, well, duh, Karen, obviously it has salt water, and then you're like, no, Colin, it does not have salt water it has in salt it. And it was made yeah. out. So why is it called saltwater yeah, taffy? Okay. So uh, since the last episode, I went and I went and dug this up. I'm like, okay, why is it called saltwater taffy? There, there must be some reason. Now, uh, would you guys like to know the fanciful, likely untrue, fun story? Oh, yes. Or would you guys like to know the real, likely true Can reason? We both. Yeah, we'll do both. Oh, okay. sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I will be uh, pulling, paraphrasing liberally from an article written by Matt Soniak on mental floss. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So thank you to mental floss. And thank you, Matt. Um, all right. So first of all, I should say it, it, it was called saltwater taffy specifically to allude to the fact that it's a seaside treat, Karen. So you okay. were right on it with that. And specifically Atlantic City, New Jersey. So there's a story. This is the legend that uh, in, uh, in 1883, a storm hit Atlantic City. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> yes, right. And, it got uh, and it, the waves... It blew salt water uh, yeah. into the vats. The waves came... No, <laughs> yeah. no, no, oh. no, no, oh. no. Not, not quite as... Yeah, right. Was, uh, no, you couldn't sell it. So the waves okay. came crashing over the boardwalk, uh, flooded a bunch of the stores along the boardwalk with seawater, including a candy shop owned by David Bradley. So then a young girl she comes into the store and she's like, Mr. Yemeni Taffy. And he kind of looks around and, you know, in jest is like, all I have is salt water taffy. Uh, so, you know, she misses the, the intended joke. Right. Buys some. Little kids. And right. Adult, being, wait, you sold her dirty candy? So she, of course, loves it and shares it with her friends. Then everyone comes back asking for more of this salt water taffy. Uh, right, right, right. Uh, and a legend was born. Um, right. That is probably baloney story yeah. um the the more likely much uh more prosaic <laughs> is version is that it's just a marketing ploy just to kind of allude to the fact that you're by the seaside right and to maybe it, to maybe allow people to think that it's made with salt water seawater sure. uh, without Sounds coming exotic. right at, yeah sure. it's yeah, like oh yeah, we, exactly. we better get it here yeah. because like you know this it's is where they get all the, the salt yeah. water right yeah yeah and it, it did in fact become a hit yeah and you know mm -hmm. uh, in the late 1800s and early 1900s yeah everyone started making their own version of salt water taffy. yeah because it's called okay. it's not just called taffy it's specifically salt water yeah. taffy yep. I mean I think maybe I mean I'm I'm making this up this no truth but I'd like to think maybe <laughs> the real story is somewhere in between the two stories where like you know they have the machines that pulls the taffy uh-huh uh, and there's like sea breeze oh that's true yeah some like mm -hmm. 
trace it's like the beer yeah. of, like the old beer yeah way. or or sourdough yeah. or san francisco yeah. sourdough where like there is something native mm-hmm. but not right you know, nothing not, but trace amount right but it's yeah. not but it's not but no yeah yeah all right well thank you that's one of my favorite candies yeah me too me too oh. yeah what flavor blue Blue, green. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Green. It's blue of flavor. I like the cinnamon kind. Oh, that's what kind of spicy and yeah, hot. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, or you know the ones with the like, like water. I love watermelon everything because usually the watermelon, say watermelon candy thing. always they always color Sour. it to look like yeah watermelon. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Anyways. Well, thank you, Colin. Yeah, yes. Well, okay. uh, thank, thank you for bringing it up oh, and no uh, prompting me to, to go chase it down. All right. Well, let's jump into our first general trivia segment, Pop Quiz Hot Shot. You guys have your barnyard buzzers. Here I have a random Trivial Pursuit card picked from the box. Oh, Genus 4. Oh, still direct ge- the Genus 4? We're still Genus 4. Solid. Uh-huh. Solid. Yeah. You guys have your barnyard buzzers. I have a card. Let's answer some questions. Blue Edge for people and places. What two U.S. states are home for the long-living bristlecone pine trees? Oh. <laughs> Man. Oh. Um, no, the, the bristlecone pines, I was just looking at these because I saw some of them in uh, uh, Utah. So Utah is one of the states. Hey. No? Uh. Chris. Maine and New Hampshire. Incorrect. Dang. California. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and in Oregon. Uh, uh, yeah. What's between Utah and California? Nevada. Nevada. Yes. Uh, okay. California and Nevada. Maybe huh. I was in Nevada. Huh. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was You were there. All right. Pink Wedge for Arts and Entertainment. What former general posted the highest score on Celebrity Jeopardy <laughs> in November of 1994? <laughs> Uh, who was that? Chris. Norman Schwarzkopf. Yes! Yeah. That'd be a fun list to see the highest. Let's oh, the Celebrity Let's Jeopardy. Say, yeah. mm-hmm. All right. Yellow Wedge for history. What did De Beer Diamonds worth five million pounds go down with in 1912? Chris. The Titanic. Yes, yeah. that is correct. Great. Did they retrieve the diamonds? I mean, they've. This is a very good question. Have they gone know. back to where the Titanic sank? And are they like too tiny? Yeah. yeah. Did they get the violin? I feel like didn't they sell a violin? Yes, they from did. Oh, okay. They did. So maybe they found the diamonds. So they, so they, 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 those diamonds can be really small, though. You know, yeah. really hard to if find. That, yeah. If the wood of a violin can survive yeah. that, right, <laughs> underwater, you yeah. know, right. a diamond can survive anything almost. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's do brown wedge for science and nature. What falling fruit supposedly inspired Isaac Newton oh. to write the laws of gravity? Everybody. Ben Watermelon. Fig Newtons. Fig Newtons. You guys are yeah. all trolls. <laughs> Was Colin the only person? Yeah. Yeah. I answer sarcastically. Yeah. An apple. It is. Yeah. An apple. It's so, it's, so it's, it's, it's sort fruit. of true like in that it got him thinking about gravity. But, but it's not like it hit him. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, all right, Green Wedge for Sports and Leisure. What U.S. tennis star's father boxed for the Iranian Olympic team? Hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I'm going to guess it has to be Andre Agassi. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I why, mean, why it has to be? Well, because I know he's a famous oh, from Iran. So, man. yeah. I did Whoa. not know that his uh, – wow, okay. Huh. Cool. Sporty family. All right, hmm. last question. Wild card, Orange Wedge. Who's been married to Joan, Joanne, Joanna, and Alexis? 
Joan, Joanne, Joanna, and Alexis. Oh. Uh, Hugh Colin. Hefner. Incorrect. No, this sounds like a oh, dynasty oh. thing. Colin, one more time. Was it Johnny Carson? Yes. Okay. Uh, huh. Okay. Joan, Joanne, Joanna, and Alexis. All right. Good job, brains. All right. This week's show okay. is going to be cuddly. It's going to be adorable. <laughs> because this week we're talking about things that are cute. Too Aww. cute. Too cute. Aww. Oh my god. Do you know there's a show called Too Cute? Yes. 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 I've watched show. it. I, I will admit that it's I've watched it. It's the most soothing thing. Yeah. It's oh, just yeah. like. Oh, we not, did talk about it. Because there's yeah. that. Just mm-hmm. kittens, yeah. puppies, get your mm-hmm. baby goats in there yes. sometimes. Duck, yes. Ducklings. Ducklings. Uh, yeah. So this week, it's all about Too Cute. I'm cute. Yes, it's true. I really can't help it, but what can I do when you're cute? It just shows. All right. Well, I'm so glad you were talking about baby animals just now. Um, I have a quiz for you guys about baby animals. Just to make sure we're all on the same page. Ooh. Baby animals animals are are amazing amazingly cute yes yes true 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 (laughs) what baby animals are called there's a there's a lot of overlap in the name of baby animals it's not as diverse as like groups of animals there were so many Mm -hmm. so many of those but so i will give you two or three animals and they have the same uh their babies are called the same thing Mm -hmm. Ah. so that's a a little bit of a hopeful hint maybe you know one of the animals okay do you think that baby animals are cute like in on their first day you know? no. no, no, they're often like hideous like, and scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So it takes them a little bit. I mean, you guys know I love cats, but like a like a brand new newborn day one yeah. kitten, it looks like something that something threw up. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they look. Yeah. Day two though. Yeah, yeah. into yeah. the cute territory. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's kick it off. Raccoons, walrus, and bear. That their babies are no. cubs. cubs. Anteater, armadillo, and bat oh, babies. What are oh, armadillo? Anteater, armadillo, bat babies, bat, bat babies, bat babies. Mm. pups, pups. Whoa, yes. nice! nice. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Wait, so those bats? Yeah, armadillos bats. and anteaters. Yeah, anteater They're, pups. Yeah. Anteater <gasps> pups. That would be bat pups. Well, yeah. armadillo pups. What do mm. they look? Are they born with armor? Right, yeah, it's part of their. I mean, it's you know not as hard. They look like uh, they look, they look like, like gotcha little capsules. armadillos, <laughs> armadillettes, yeah. armadilla, armadilla, armadilla taunts. Oh my god, they're so cute! They're cute. Oh my god, they look like little pigs in little we gotta, armor. We gotta stop Karen from doing any Google image searching right. <laughs> during this entire episode. Every yeah. One. yeah, it's gonna be derailed. How about? Eel, clam, and yellow jackets. Whoa. They all have the same name for their babies. Um, uh, you gotta let Chris go. Chris. Okay. Um, Clamatoes. <laughs> but it's the same as eel oh, it's the same and as eel. yellow jackets. Oh, okay. Eel, yellow, yellow jacket. jackets. I have a guess. Huh. Karen, what? Hatchling. No. <sighs> uh, nymph. No. Yo, that's a good one, too. That's usually bugs. Oh, Tadpoles. No. What is it? Larva. Oh. You should look at clam larva. They look oh. like see-through clams. Oh. It's really 
Interesting. Huh. <laughs> so like special limited edition yeah, yeah. chase clams. Like tiny, tiny, yeah. yeah. Wow, like they look like boba. <laughs> they do. Or if it were the 80s, it'd be crystal clam. Right, yeah. ooh. Yeah. 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 It is crystal clam. <laughs> I kept looking at pictures of them. They're, they're kind of pretty. There's yeah. something weird about them. Anyway, how about cockroach, grasshopper, and cicada? Oh, I think that's... Oh, I'm going to say uh, nymph on this nymph, one. Nymph, yes. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay, okay. Nice. Yeah, usually yeah. bugs are, are nymphs. Possum, a possum. Uh, wallaby and koala. Everybody. Joey. Joey is nice. a blanket term for a lot of Australian animals. Yeah, right. Baby animals. What about echidna and platypus? Oh. Uh, that is a puggle. Puggles. Get out. What? Yes. Have we talked about this before? No, but I, I've, I've read up on this. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, a puggle. Echidna yeah. Echidna, baby echidna, is so weird looking. But they're really cute. They're really cute. Huh. Puggle. Yeah. Puggle. That's and awesome. Puggle. That's a yeah. great word. I was excited about that word, too. I can't believe that never came up on Phineas and Ferb. Oh, yeah, because uh, of Perry. The major yeah. characters is a puggle. They never <laughs> yeah. came up. Puggle. When no. he was a puggle, puggle. yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Missed when opportunity. he was a puggle. Right? Yeah. What about crocodiles, turtles, and dinosaurs? I think. Karen. That is hatchling. Hatchling. Yeah. Uh, yes. okay. So that's like egg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Elephant, giraffe, and manatee. Karen. Calf. Calves. Yeah. yeah uh, calves. Sea cow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cowish, four legged. Well, I guess. I didn't know giraffe. I didn't know a giraffe. I didn't know that. as well. Huh. I didn't know that was also a calf. Yeah. Oh, it rhymes. Giraffe calf. Giraffe calf. A giraffe calf. Yeah. Oh, a carafe. Yes. yes. I get those. Drinking a carafe and giraffe calf. Carafe, giraffe calf. Okay. Two more. Two more uh, baby categories. Muskrat, skunk, and weasel. Oh, Whoa. those are specifics. Uh, is it a uh, 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 kit? A kit? Oh. Yes, yes. Weasel? Would oh, you say muskrat? Uh, muskrat? Muskrat and skunk. Skunk mm. kit. Yes. Kits. Oh, skunk kit. Yeah. <laughs> Baby skunks are. I mean, almost. Baby every skunks are very cute. Is very cute. Okay. Alpaca and llama. These are the. I, <sighs> yeah. Sorry, it's only two this time because oh. I think they're the only two with this wow. name. Wow. So, well, can we do process elimination? Okay, yeah, it's a we... weird one. I know it's a weird one. Oh, it's, it's going to be like Puggle or something? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, like... You... Lomaling? Zephyr. Lomaling. You know what? You're not far. I like... You should just stab in the dark for <laughs> it if you don't know it. <laughs> it could be. No, it's a Kriya. C-R-I-A. Yes! How's this spelled? C-R-I-A. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a crossword. That's why I know it's a crossword. It feels like a pub trivia question. Yep. Korea. That's a good one. Yeah. Wow. Might good job, know that guys. one day. All right. Puggles. 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 It sounds cute. It you is know, cute. It's, it's like I don't even need to look it up to know that it's cute. Yeah. yeah. It balances We're out. We're going to be doing an um actually. <laughs> um actually, yeah. they're not that cute. Yeah. Well. It balances out the fact that they have like two penises and, and weird and stuff right, like that. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It might even augment the fact that they have two penises. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. yep. I have a piglet. Yes, baby so we heard. Yeah. Well, you've met you've met my pig. I have, yeah. Um, so there's a phrase, sweating like a pig. Yeah. yeah. Pigs don't sweat. Oh. oh. Are they like dogs? Yeah. They, yeah. They're, huh. they're, their noses are wet. Yeah. Oh, and so okay. they pant. Right. Um, right. And that's why, like, a lot of the a lot of the pigs that you see, they're, like, rolling in mud or rolling in waters because that's mm. how they regulate their heat because they can't sweat. And it's if it's really hot outside, then just, like, ah, that's why they like being in mud or in shady areas. And then someone on Twitter corrected me and said that the pig in Sweating Like a Pig isn't, like, the animal pig. It's oh. about the pig iron. Oh, okay. Oh. Really? Yeah. 
It's smelting, smelting iron, smelting pig iron. People, well, people probably think pigs sweat because oh, pigs have okay, this yeah. reputation of being unclean and dirty and, you know. Actually, here, uh, Nita Rama uh, explained that it specifically deals with pig iron. When pig iron is originally created from the iron ore, the smelter, the blacksmith, they need to heat the ore to like a super high temperature and then move the liquid metal into the mold. Until the liquid metal cools, it can't be moved because it's extremely right, hot and right, you might burn right. something, right? Or you might spill and then, you know, it's got accidents solidified. happen. So how does the smelter know when the metal is cool enough to transport? Well, when the iron starts to sweat, sweat. Uh, uh, because of the, the water content in the air. And so as the metal cools, the air around it will reach the dew point, causing droplets to form on the surface of the cooled ah, metal. And that's so sweating the like pig's... pig iron. Yeah, sweating mm. like pig iron. I like that. Weird. I'm staring at my baby pig. I was like, why aren't you sweating? Like, right. Yeah. Your nose is These wet. poor pigs. That's it. So slandered. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah I know. Yeah. Bad you rat. don't know me. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So I will tell you this is a true story. I have a friend who is deathly afraid of Hello Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know if it was something that happened in her childhood with Hello Kitty. Deathly afraid? But, but the very afraid of Hello Kitty. Okay. Like the way that you are afraid of like bugs, Karen. Okay. Oh, she's oh. Like, it like that what? is her reaction to Hello Kitty. Weird. It is like, get me out of here right now. Wow. I do not like Hello Kitty. And so, of course, if there's like someone in a Hello Kitty costume, like a, th- oh you know, whatever, God. like that is just no. terrifying <laughs> okay. to my friend. And Don't this got me thinking, all. like, there we all love cute animals, but there yeah. must be people who are afraid of uh, animals, of cute animals, of things that are not in any way to us scary. Yeah, because yeah. there was a lady who was scared of pickles on the Maury show. Oh, yeah. So there's people who of are scared pickles? of everything. Pickles. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. There was a... I, I, well, looking this up, there's actually a show called My Extreme Animal Phobia, and there is a clip. There is a clip. This guy, there's a guy, he is this... Big shaved head, tattoos all over his body, piercings, like this big, scary, scary, hard looking dude who is scared of dogs. And they bring out, I mean, Karen, Mm. you have to kind of watch this clip because they, they walk out for, for, for his like immersion therapy. You know what I mean? Yeah. They walk out a little pit bull puppy who is the cutest (laughs) dog you've ever seen. She's like, do, 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 do. And this guy, just he's he's crying. He like oh, breaks down wow. into tears because mm. he's so Afraid. scared of this dog. So anyway, animal phobias—it's a thing. Like crippling <laughs> yeah. animal phobias. And so I have a list of um, those oh. wonderful whateverophobia Greek yeah, yeah. words. <laughs> um, and I'll give you some hints as to what the phobia is about. Ooh, you can guess fun. what animal the. Phobia. All right. What's Hello Kid- to... Kitty phobia? Well, you have to make it up. You, you would have to make it up. Actually, I I went ahead and did that. Oh. Um, so 
through the magic of recklessly combining Greek words sure. with a Latin prefix here and there, which does happen every now and again, I give you pedioastomoalerophobia, or fear of mouthless cat dolls. <laughs> nice. Pedioastomoalerophobia. That is what my friend has. Um, and so, uh, by way of example, uh, if I were to say alerophobia, that is fear of... I don't know. Cats. <laughs> Alero. Alero. Wow. Yes, Aleros. God, we're so Greek. used to Latin, yeah. Latin based. Yes, I don't indeed. know the Greek base right. for right, cat. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, let me ask you. I'll, I'll give you guys some hints, and we'll see who okay. gets to this. All first. right. Okay. Uh, here's one that you might know right off the bat: Lepidopterophobia. Oh. Uh, Colin. That's uh, butterflies and moths. Fear of yeah. butterflies. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Also, you have motophobia. Motophobia for, is for fear, fear of moths. moths. Oh, okay. So that Lepidopterophobia, I know. very yeah. specifically. Yeah. That because, I have. Because that you got. Lepidopterophobia. Yeah. <laughs> Avoid <laughs> flowers and cocoons because you never know what might. Oh, I don't like them. I don't like butterflies. Cynophobia. That is C Y N O phobia. Swan. Oh, you'd think. No, no, because cygnets. Yeah, no. Cynophobia. Um, you would want to avoid, uh, for example, you would want to avoid orbiting the Earth on November 3rd, 1957, because you might run into one of them. Colin. Uh, a, oh, who was up there for, a dog. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Or or you just might want to avoid dog parks. Yes. But, you know. (laughs) Wow. Sino. Sinophobia. Sinophobia. C-Y-N-O. Phobia. Fear of dogs. Man, Greek roots. Um, here's a trick question. Hippophobia. (laughs) Uh, horses. Yes. Yeah. Yes, horses. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, right. Not fear of hippos, but it is fear of horses. Because hippopotamus is horse river. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Or, or river river horse. Ho- river horse. horse. But like hippo for right. Oh, right, 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 right. Phobia. Hippophobia. Ornithophobia. Uh, Dana. Birds. Fear of birds. Yes, yes, yes. Ichthyophobia. Wow. Uh, Colin. Uh, fish. Fish. Fear of fish. Ichthyo? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you know what? Some of these, like the ologists, help because most, oh, of, most course. of those are Greek. So yeah. ichthyologist, ornithologist. Indeed, yeah. indeed, indeed. Yes. Chiroptophobia. Chiroptophobia. C H I C H I R O P T O P H O B I A. Chiroptophobia. Snakes. Oh no, not so much. Mm. Chi- okay. if you oh, have... because chiropractic. Yeah. Chiropractic. Um, if you are a criminal and you have chiroptophobia, I would suggest you commit your crimes anywhere other than Gotham City. Oh, bats! <laughs> bats. Chiroptophobia. Chiropto. Fear of bats. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, which is, you know, totally yeah. normal. I mean, those are scary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also totally normal. Apophobia. Apo. Apophobia. Uh, that's uh, B. Oh, yeah. Fear of bees. Like apiary. Apophobia. Apophobia. Okay. And one final question. So, zoophobia is a generalized fear of animals. Yeah. What do you suppose agrozoophobia is? Agro? Agri. A G R I. Zoo. Z O O. Phobia. Agrozoophobia. Farm animals? Not farm animals. Uh, not farm idea. animals. Agrizoophobia. Aggressive Not aggressive no. animals. <laughs> Old yeah, animals? Yeah. Angry animals? Uh, Agrizoophobia. Agri- agriculture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like agriculture. Yes, it is. Growing. Oh, group. baby animals. Not baby no. animals. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, Dana was... Ag- Agrizoophobia is specifically the fear of wild animals. Oh. oh. So it's the opposite of farm animals. Uh, indeed, yeah. yes. Yeah. Opposite of domesticated. Ah. Yeah. Some of those are perfectly rational. Um, yep, yep, you know. yep. <laughs> Culture. Agriculture it's being like, the sort of like, you know. Taming the Taming wild. nature. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I can break down, by the way, uh, uh, 
Oh, you're pedophobia. <laughs> Pedio okay. means dolls, so pedi- pedophobia is fear of dolls. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, st- stomo, the uh, mouth. mouth. A a stomo, astomo. No mouth. No mouth. Yeah. And uh, alerophobia, of course, we learned earlier, is fear of cats. I thought Pedio you'd be like salutation. Yeah, like yeah no, I, mine is funnier. Pet. Okay. <laughs> objectively, is, it's, it's objectively funnier. funnier. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's is she specifically afraid of the mouthless aspect of I the cat know. doll? Just afraid of yeah, Hello Kitty. Cat yeah. doll. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, piggybacking on nice. that. Um, so, do you guys watch John Oliver? Yeah, uh, occasionally. Last, yeah, last week. To, yes. yes, last week tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, great show. I learned so much about everything yeah. uh, watching that show. He's awesome. And so one of his segments just blew me away. And in in Japan culture and other Indian cultures, but Japan culture mostly, there's mascots or there's characters for everything. Yeah. Uh, you know, sure. everything from the train system to, you know, like, Hello Kitty. And right. It's characters. very important for every, like, company, every uh, police department. Yeah, it has a mascot. Everything, city, every regional government. Yep, has a little everything. cute mascot. It's serious business in Japan. It's super serious business. There is even a data analysis and marketing company, consulting agency called Character Data Bank. Uh. And they do consulting. They also have a lot of, uh, uh, you know, analysis for some of the top character brands of the nation. Character Data Bank released their top 20 most valuable character brands so a lot of this is popularity licensing income of everything in japan this list is from 2012 they have not uh i tried looking for a more recent one but 2012 is the most recent official one that i could find and it's interesting because what what do you think number one is what what, just guess in japan hello kitty hello kitty hello kitty Kitty is number four and hello kitty has not been number one for a while interesting sanrio actually has been even though it's so popular overseas oh are they declining domestically domestically they try to like trying to find the next it character wow. for Sanrio and nothing really made it to Hello Kitty. Probably the s- second most successful character is probably Bad Bats Maroon. Yeah, the black and, one. Yeah, yeah. because and the it's, frog, right? Uh, uh, Kropi kind of was more in the 80s. Oh, yeah. In terms of like, like emo. Yeah. yeah, well, the thing is Bad Bats Maroon um, because it caters to both genders. It's yeah. not it's not necessarily only girl. It's, yeah. it's girl and boy and little kids and he's kind of like a, a, a bad, not a bad guy, but yeah. he's kind of like a, like a little a punk he? penguin. Yeah, it's a he. Bad yeah. Bats Maroon is a He's he's uh, edgy cute. Yeah, yeah, he's edgy cute. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. but nowhere near the success of Hello Kitty. Yeah. And even yeah. Serial themselves say that when there is a boom, people get sick of a character. Mm. And the thing is, uh, uh, Sanrio designers and and businessmen and execs talk about how because Hello Kitty was so popular, it, all of their efforts weren't really focused on creating a new, this whole time on a new character. Yeah. Right, so right, it was yeah. sustaining it. Most of the income is all from overseas and domestically no one really cares about Hello Kitty in Japan. Yeah. Well, they care, but they care, but not, not nearly as much as they had in the past. Yeah, exactly. And it's P- not, is Pikachu Pokemon. on there? Yeah, Pokemon. So, well, here, well, okay. here, here right. I have, yeah, I have yeah, a yeah. bunch okay. of questions. Some of these franchises, of course, you know, no one, no one in America would know. Or, mm-hmm. or so, out of the top twenty, four of these top characters are Disney 
related. Oh, okay. 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 Can you uh, can you guys work together and, and maybe name I, a couple? Sure. I will tell you. I will tell you that Stitch is ridiculously popular. It in Japan. is ridiculously popular, but it's not, it's not in the top one. twenty. It's not in the yeah. top twenty. Okay. Mickey Mouse. Mickey, Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Minnie yeah. Mouse. Minnie Mouse. Yeah. Okay. Donald Duck. Nope. Donald Duck's big in Sweden, mm. randomly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mickey, Mouse, Minnie. Minnie Mouse. Yeah. Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse. Mickey Minnie. A franchise and another character. Oh, oh a franchise. Uh, yeah. Like a movie. Let's just say a movie. Oh, okay. A, a character Frozen? from a movie. No. I don't, oh, I guess 2012. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not, not Duffy the Disney Bear, is it? No. But that's also very popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Orange Bird. No. <laughs> so, Mickey Mouse is number three. Uh-huh. Winnie the Pooh is oh, number Winnie eight. Of course. Yeah, right. huge. Very, right. yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and then Pusan. Pusan. Yeah. Number 14, Minnie Take Mouse. Mm-hmm. Number 19, Cars. Wow. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Sure. okay. I'm surprised that Cars is more valuable than Stitch, honestly. Funny thing oh, about okay. Stitch. Uh, so Lilo and Stitch, you, you, set in Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, Stitch, somehow that character is, I mean, it's very cute. And it just captured the hearts of, of, of a lot of you know Japanese kids. So there's a Lilo and Stitch yeah. show in the U.S., which is like a like an animated cartoon. Uh-huh. They there is a Japanese version of it, and they replace Lilo <laughs> with oh. with Yuna with a little girl called Yuna. And instead of having it set in Hawaii, it's set in Okinawa. <gasps> what? And, and, I didn't even know that. And the looks of it is is more um, more anime than it is that's Disney. Really, that's interesting. But like the stitch is still the same. Yeah, stitch yeah, yeah. It looks the same. Yeah, very mm. interesting. Huh. Produced and animated in Japan. I never liked. I never liked Stitch. My character design. I always felt like they were trying too hard to make a cute character. It was a I koala. Just, a I blue just. Koala. Yeah, it was a yeah. blue koala. Yeah. Right. Right. And it worked. Yeah. Um, PPS. They don't care what I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, got, they got this under control. Yeah, color. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And of this top twenty, two are of Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Two are in, oh okay. Uh, uh, Mario. Probably Mario and Pikachu. I was gonna say, oh yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, I was gonna say. Also, we should consider Yoshi in there as oh, well. Oh yeah, but yeah. but I mean, I think that's I the safest. Like, yeah. yeah, Super Mario Brothers uh-huh. and Pokemon. Pokemon. Oh, Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon okay. is okay. number two. Oh uh, okay. Yeah. And it makes you think, what is number one? I think that... I have a stab at it. Okay. If it's not Hello Kitty, it's not Sanrio, it's not, not Mar- it's not Pokemon. I'm gonna guess. Okay. I guess that it is Snoopy. Snoopy is on. Snoopy is number ten. Oh, okay. Okay. Snoopy. Snoopy parentheses peanuts. Where's the, um, uh, the Colonel from Kentucky? Is num- yeah. is no- so is number one a worldwide or is it a Japan it's only? It's a J- Japan only. But you might have seen oh. a cast of these characters. Is Anpanman? Oh wow. He's a superhero whose head is a bread. And filled, with, oh. filled with red bean heads. Yeah, and yeah. his okay. friends are also superheroes. With bread heads, different breads. So there's wow. like a melon bread. Yeah. There's like a like a yep. like a curry bread. That's very interesting to find out how like just how big some of these characters yeah. are. And like yeah, like it to scale. So in in Anpanman is not even Sanrio, and one of one of the problems that people have stated about Sanrio's decline is it takes them so long to come up and test with a character and then do the product and marketing. Mm. And and little companies, smaller companies, they have more flexibility to, to create more characters and introduce them in stickers or whatever. Sure. And one of the what used to be a small known stationary company called San X, nothing to do with Sanrio. It's called San X. They had so much success with growing up, I knew Tara Panda, which is like yeah. a mochi 
panda that's just very like yeah. a mochi like it's made of mochi it has like a, a dumpling panda that's yeah it has cute. a kind of like a like a Dana's soggy, really trying to drill down he has a droopy yeah. kind of droopy yeah, saggy like drawing oh, yeah. yeah like they um, have have you uh had seen kogepan like the burnt piece of bread yes it was sad because he's really burnt sad. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he has hollow eyes yeah he has ho- hollow orphan any eyes oh. um and also from san x what was popular was afro ken growing up it was oh, a little dog right. with an afro with a rainbow oh. rainbow afro yeah and yeah. That was like super popular. We have a little, um, a little, a little cooler, and the mascot is uh, Beerchan, which I think might even be from San X. It's, but it's, it's a, a, a cute little mug of beer. Oh, cute <laughs> Beerchan. Yeah, I just want to drink him it. up. Ah. So one of one of Sanex's most popular is Rila Kuma, which is a little bear. Yeah, and you see, mm. you once you see it, you're like, oh, I've seen, mm. I've seen this bear re- before, like Rilakuma. Relakuma. Re- relaxes. <laughs> Relakuma. Oh, okay. so he's a relaxed bear? Kuma's yeah. bear, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 Kuma's yeah. bear and relax, relax bear. <laughs> relax yeah. bear. Relakuma. He's yeah. a relaxed bear. Of course, we probably all know that the word to describe cute, Japan- in the Japanese cute way, you you would describe something as cute is... Kawaii. Kawaii. What does kawaii mean? Kawaii what does cute. kawaii mean? If you spell it, it's K-A-W-A-I-I. I-I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because e yeah. Um, and, and when you break it down, literally, it means able to love or something that is so lovable. It's yeah, a good way so to describe lovely, something but, cute. But, but that's cute. That's mm, the, the Like the adorable. Cute. Oh, yeah. do you have beer chan up? I do have beer chan. Maybe I saw it at your house. Oh. <laughs> somewhere, yeah. Oh, and his hair is like little uh, beer suds. Right, yeah. right, right. He's holding his <laughs> Everything beer. is cute. One of Hello Kitty's problem is that for a lot of these characters, they can uh, vault into TV shows or, you know, like Pokemon mm. had a TV show and Hello Kitty doesn't have a mouth. Mm. And that brand, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. brand Bible is so strict on yeah. Hello right. Kitty never having a mouth that you couldn't really have a TV show or have the yep. cat talk. It could all be yeah. internal monologue, you Which know? Which is weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's one of the, one of the problems with, with Hello Kitty. Yeah. Do you remember Monchichi? Yeah. yeah. It was like around the same early 80s, yeah. right? There was Deary Lou. Yeah. Cinnamon roll. I've never, yeah. On on panmon. On panmon. On panmon. What is and what does that literally translate? That to? means bean bread man. Bean bread man. Yeah, great. great. <laughs> on pan is a very traditional. Yeah, just bean bread. Anpanman. I love it. Yeah, I love it. All right, let's take a quick break. A word from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. You're listening to Good Job Brain, Smooth Puzzles, Smart Trivia, Good Job Brain. 
And Colin, you got one last uh, cute-related segment. I do. I hope it's cute. Oh, it's cute. In fact, it's it's about the science of cuteness. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, Chris, your your baby your baby son mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, is uh, in the adjoining room while we record he here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he is. I'm gonna go ahead and say it, cause so you don't have to sound like you're bragging, but he is cute. He's very Aww. cute. Your your, your son super is cute. super Thanks, cute. Everybody. Yeah, this just yeah. in: yeah. babies in general are cute. Yeah. Um, but Chris's son is is, is a lot. Is on the yeah, list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, while you were while you were holding your son earlier today, you know, you made a mm-hmm. comment that I think a lot of new parents realize, you know, uh-huh. shortly after having you know babies, which is that. You know, and I'm paraphrasing you here, but I think you'll agree. Babies are trying to kill themselves hundreds of times a day. Absolutely. (laughs) So what does that have to do with cuteness? Mm -hmm. What was babies having to kill themselves, (laughs) trying to kill themselves hundreds of times a day after cuteness? So uh, let me start. I want to tell you guys uh, a little bit about Conrad Lorenz. All right. Conrad Lorenz. Uh, He was a Nobel Prize-winning oh. Austrian zoologist and ethologist. Do you guys know? Do you guys know what ethology is? E T H ethology. Ethics. It sounds like it. You might think so. Ethology is the study of animal behavior. Oh, okay. Okay, and and broadly human behavior from a biological perspective. You know, looking at why do we do the things we do, being that we are animals. And in the late 1940s, uh, Conrad Lawrence developed the concept of the Kinder Schema. Kinder Kinder Schema. Or Baby Schema. Okay. Baby Schema. Okay. And what the Baby Schema was is essentially a, a scientific description of what generations of grandmas and uh, Disney animators uh, already instinctively know, which is that there are certain characteristics that are just inherently, undeniably cute. Yeah. <laughs> we look at babies and we're like, babies are cute. We look at puppies and things like that. We're like, they're cute. But okay. And what he was it? he was trying to really quantify wow. what is cute. And for, for a couple reasons. And he was, this is not like a silly kind of scientific lark. He really... <laughs> Went through, codified, this is what makes babies cute. Mm. The baby schema. I will list a several of these things here. Uh, a large head. Mm-hmm. Yes. Big head yeah. relative to body size. Yeah. Right. Uh, a rounded head in particular. Oh, Always yeah. cute. Yeah. Not the spiky um, one. A large protruding forehead. Big eyes. Yeah. Yeah. This one's key. Big eyes relative to the face. Uh, and this one is very subtle, especially when the eyes are below the midline of the mm-hmm. head. So this oh, kind of when they're yeah. towards the yeah. the, the, right. the bottom half of the Thus face, exaggerating the size yeah. of the forehead. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, rounded cheeks, kind of big puffy baby cheeks. Mm-hmm. Yep, little fat cheeks. Um, sort of an overall sort of soft body shape, elasticized yeah. shape. Um, and even sort not of not like those ripped babies. And and his theory was is is. Not just that these characteristics are what make babies cute, mm. right? And not just baby, you know, humans, by the way. I mean, if you look at kittens and puppies and baby gorillas, and they, they also share these characteristics. So, okay, so why is that? Why do, why do baby humans and baby animals look cute? So his, his belief is, was, uh, that it's to create an intrinsic need mm. for adults to take care yeah. of babies. Yes. yes. Mm. Um, you know, because, I mean, especially humans. humans. Human infants are helpless for so long. Yeah. A real long time. A real long time. <laughs> real long, right? Real yeah. long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Till college. Yeah, yeah. Till college. 
Um, the st- studies show that that exposure to to cute things, to babies in particular, creates a real chemical response in the in the pleasure section ah, of your brain. Yeah. You know, like a lot of other things, like th- good meals or sex or any other sort of high pleasure activity in humans that mm. nature kind of wants to reward. And as I say, this extends to other animals for the same reason that you know you, that they are hardwired to look after the young of a species, so that maybe the parents aren't around, maybe something God forbid happens to the parents oh. that other humans are going to pick up the slack, right. and you just oh I can't help it I want to take care of this and there and there are some you know reasons why some of these things happen you know human brains are big so human baby heads are extra big um, the cartilage in babies' noses is really soft and so that's why they get the little tiny baby. Baby nose. Did you guys know babies' eyes? Babies' eyes are virtually the same size that they are as human yeah. adults, yeah. right? Yeah. Wow. I kind of figured. So you got to imagine you've got these giant eyes on a tiny little face, right? So we're <laughs> hardwired to recognize these as young animal features. Mm. Um, and as I say, you know, as I uh, Disney knows this as well. So as so many Disney characters have the big eyes, they're on the front. You know, it's like animals that normally have their eyes on the side of their head, like. Mice, for instance, mm-hmm. are moved to the front so oh, they can be a lot cuter, yeah, you know? Like, know. if you had a little cartoon mouse with realistic eyes, and it's just not cute. Or a realistic head shape. Right, yeah. right. That there are definite lists This guy of... won a Nobel Prize for this? He didn't win a Nobel Prize oh, okay. directly for this research, okay. um, but he is he is legendary for establishing the, the idea of, as I say, the baby schema. That this is something... It's not just anecdotal, like, oh, you know... I find babies cute too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, we are built to find babies cute. Yep. And animals as well. All right. So, okay. So here's where it gets really interesting. Have you, have you guys ever heard someone say, you're so cute. I could just eat you up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sure. And you guys are the trope of the, of the over affectionate aunt who just pinches your cheeks so hard. And you're like, stop it. Stop it. Um, my, my wife, like when she sees babies, you know, we're out. She's like, Oh, I just want to just squish them. I just want to crush them up. (laughs) This is a thing. This is a thing. This is a real documented biological phenomenon. This is not again, just some. Some random anecdotal thing, yeah. right? Yeah, because um, I do this to the baby. It's like people do this, and you don't really realize you're going to do it, but then you just you have a baby, and you're just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so weird. Yeah. Um, so researchers uh, have dubbed this uh, cute aggression. This is, I think, the perfect term for it. Uh, uh, research out of Yale University. So how do you, how do you how do you document that this is a real thing? All right. <laughs> So, so they, they did put a hundred grandmas and a hundred babies in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> so the theory is that the exposure to cuteness creates this aggressive instinct somehow, right? Mm-hmm. So what they did is they would conduct an experiment where they uh, take a group of people uh, and you show them uh, uh, three different kinds of slideshows, right? You show them some neutral slideshows, okay. you know. Um, you show them cute photos. And then you show them funny photos. And each participant is also handed a sheet of bubble wrap. And they are told they can pop, they can pop as many bubbles as they want. And you're going to watch the slideshow. The group that watches the cute slideshow pops more bubbles. It is, they, they cannot channel the aggression in any other way compared to the neutral or the funny slideshow. Okay, now I get it. At first I was like, I don't know what you mean by, but like sometimes when I do like a Google image search for baby, like I can't stand. Like, yeah, I can't. 
describe it, but I'm overwhelmed. You yeah. are experiencing. So that's what yeah. that's what this is. You're like, ah, I just can't. Yeah. I gotta do something does with it. Does it ever make you dizzy? Like I start feeling like I'm swooning. When yeah, I look at cute. Yeah, yeah, like I can't handle like, it. Oh, it's too cute. Uh, yes, uh, Rebecca Dyer, the one of the researchers at Yale University, says wow. we think it's. She says it's almost a sense of lost control. It's yes. it's yeah. so adorable. It drives you crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So talking about the, I could just want to eat you up. I just want to just bite you. Uh, other studies have shown that exposing uh, mothers and and women as in general to the the baby smell, yes, is enough to trigger the cute aggression reaction. Is enough to trigger the the the. Mm. Oh, I just want to just yeah. I can't control it. So why is this? Like what what could possibly explain why we want to do this? Why, why we go crazy? Why the, and and like a lot of other things in our brain and our bodies, they don't exactly know. You know, we don't come with an instruction manual. There's there's a couple theories. One theory is that the cute aggression is your your body's way, your brain's way of balancing out the extreme attraction and affection you feel towards something cute. It's almost like your brain gets so overloaded that it kind of has to like bring you back into balance with something that. Can cancels out wanting to just love it and adore it. The study does show that people who have strong, cute reactions, like really attracted to cute babies, animals, are the ones who tend to have the strongest aggressive need to get it out when they are like exposed to that <laughs> stimuli later. And I mean, like, Karen, like we see you, like we were walking down the street, we pass like a little puppy or something. Karen's like, oh my God. <laughs> uh, the other idea is that maybe it's just your wires getting crossed. You know, the fact oh. the fact that the pleasure center of the brain is to. connected with so many other things. Like it could it could literally be it's stimulating the part of your brain that wants to eat and you makes you think you want to eat the baby. Luckily, we <laughs> luckily our higher reasoning processes like, step no, in. That's crazy. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Yes, and we don't actually eat or crush it or nibble the babies. When you eat the baby. Yeah. Yeah, social biting, you know, is a characteristic that you'll see among like puppies or kittens playing together. Uh, and they, they, they will only do it with friendly animals. Uh, you know what I mean? Just like the little soft love, love nibbles, love bites. Mm, I mean, mm. these are all biologically grounded things, even if we can't quite explain why it is. <laughs> So the next time you talk about like something being that's just objectively cute, you are right. Something can be objectively cute. Ah, yeah. Now yeah. to all you parents out there, I have to tell you something that that may make you feel guilty. Studies have shown cuter babies will elicit a faster reaction response time from parents if they're shifting tasks. What do you mean? <gasps> Meaning that if you give a parent a task to do something and you see like baby starts crying. Right? The cuter the baby is, the faster the parent will switch tasks and go attend to the baby. Oh, yeah. We're just wired to this. Well, what this. if you don't see the... You're not looking at the baby. You're, <laughs> well, you're like, oh, assuming the you're baby. looking. Yeah, okay. right, yeah, right. But then you have to, like, well, what do they have to do? Get 100 babies and rate them by how cute they are? Yeah. This yeah. is science, Remember, we, This is how it yeah. works. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've, now, we've now quantified it's cuteness, like, oh, so you can do that. This baby has a short forehead. Size of eyeballs, oh, forehead, oh, roundness of cheeks, floppiness of body. And yeah. you know it's funny, like the researchers and people who super who, buff baby, <laughs> the super right, buff right, baby. Yeah. 
nobody the, nobody responds to that. The either. writers and researchers who are into into this, the baby schema and cute aggression, things like that, you know, they note that like a lot of in the early years of Disney Studios and other animation studios, you know, the guides, you know, distributed oh, yeah. to how the to draw cute characters, they'll describe these same rules that they oh. came up with. I mean, on their own, yeah. long yeah. before you but know, they, but they yeah. felt Conrad Lawrence. Yeah, they did right. not know. They thought it was just sort of subjective. They did yep. not realize that there was actually a biological imperative going on there. But they did yep. have a system. I mean, they yeah. Did, yeah. yeah, they did. Yeah. They did. Oh. And yeah. this is why, we, as you say, Dana, it's like it's so easy for us to transfer to other things. Like you just, you know, you draw just like a little face on something that's kind of round and on soft and cute, and it, you yeah. instantly yeah. want right. to just embrace it. It's also why, sort of in general, like even if they're not grown up, we tend to find round, soft animals cuter than kind of hard, rigid, you know, animals. Like right. even you know, manatees are kind of cute in their own way. Yeah, yeah, you just want to yeah. hug them. Yeah, yeah. But don't worry, parents. Studies have also shown that your little baby is, is the, the cutest. cutest. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> But your baby is cute. Your baby. He, we actually, actually we had cute. we had some. We will occasionally we will like have people walk by and just sort of have that I- initial reaction just to say, like even before they see him, like, oh, what a cute baby. We actually had somebody at one point who was just like, oh, what a cute. Whoa, that is cute baby. <laughs> yeah, he has all the right. We also took him. Yeah, we took him to Tokyo Disneyland, and that was just like. Uh, women in their women in their twenties just losing their minds <laughs> every time they yeah. see him. It is like. <gasps> All right, and that's our show. Thank you guys for joining me. Thank you guys, listeners, for listening in. Hope you learned a lot of stuff about uh, animal, baby animal names, and then and then the fear of animals. (laughs) Uh, Japanese uh, characters Mm -hmm. and the science of cuteness. You can find our show on iTunes, on Stitcher, on SoundCloud, on Spotify, and on our website goodjobbrain.com and we'll see you guys next week bye traffic jams tailgating pileups oh the joys of driving how could it get worse The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.